Hello, podcast listeners, and welcome to the 12th of December 2023 Hong Kong Stories Podcast. I'm Rachel Smith. Big, huge hellos go out to our fellow Hong Kongers both here and around the world. We hear you, Hong Kong, and we are listening. Well, that was it, the last show for 2023, and it was as good as ever. The next show will be on the 25th of January, 2024, and the theme will be By a Hair. If you have stories about narrow escapes or close calls, stories of split-second decisions or everything hanging on a single moment, we want to hear them. Get in touch by attending one of our free workshops or by sending an email via the website hongkongstories.com. And don't forget to tell all your high school age friends about our Student Story Slam. This is our place to let those student voices be heard. Middle school kids in Hong Kong can write and send in a recording of their own true first person stories on the theme of belonging. More details on the website hongkongstories.com. And now with a story from the May 2023 show, which had the theme all at sea, here is Jace. I was 12 when I lose my father. It is not a good age to lose a parent because you're old enough to remember things, but you're not old enough to help. So at that time, as children, all we could do is to do whatever mum told us to do. Don't argue with her. Imagine a 40-year-old housewife suddenly became a widow and with three little children. Don't expect her to have any spare time to answer your questions. If someone died in the family, the most vivid impression that lasts long might be the way that they look in the funeral, because that will be the last time that you see them in flesh. And in my case, that is the moment when I pressed the button of the incinerator and sent my father off into that burning tunnel. But my last impression of my daddy is not like this. It's very different. And it came weeks after his funeral. It's just a normal day. We had to get back to our normal lives. So we go to school, come back, do homework. But on that particular day, after school, mum sat us all down on the sofa. Children, tonight's routine will be a little bit different. I want you to stay up late, after midnight. I don't want you to fall asleep, so you can watch TV after dinner. Wow, that's good news. Watching television as per mum's request. But hang on, it's good tomorrow early morning, so why mum wanted us to stay late. I will explain to you later, but right now just crack on with your homework as usual. All right, all right, we did it. My elder sister loved to study on her own in our bedroom. And suddenly she cried out, there's a moth in our room. We all went in and check it out. It was a moth, medium size, khaki in color. It's not unusual because we lived near the hillside. It is unusual, argued my 13-year-old big sister. There are two dots here on this wing 
and three smaller ones on the other. But teacher told us that butterflies should have symmetrical patterns on both wings. Oh, it's a moth. It's not a butterfly. So maybe that's the reason why it's different. So mum tried to calm us down. Maybe we just leave it alone here and it will fly away in its own time. Mum slowly opened the window even wider, suggesting it to please go. And after dinner, we happily sat in front of TV as per mum's request. But hang on, there were sounds coming from our room. And it seems that mum is talking to someone. Abun, Haimaneya, you go in there, are they okay? Are you hoping? Is it hoping? Abun, is that you? If this is you, don't worry about us. We are fine. Just go to wherever you need to go now. That moth has been sitting in our room for hours. And now my mother is talking to it and calling him my father's first name. We were all standing behind mum and mum noticed, so she said, there is a possibility that this is your father coming back to see you. Now, if you feel like that, and if you believe, just talk to him. How can I call a moth my father? And what can I say to an insect? But since mum said that, so I can only call him Mr. Moth? Hello, Mr. Moth. Now, if you really are my dad, uh, you can go now. We are fine. I, I tried to copy mum. I didn't, I didn't know how to converse with him. Not so nicely, but I tried my best. We all took turn to head our go to talk to that insect. And after that, there was an eerie silence among us for the rest of that evening. Until midnight arrived. Mum asked all of us to go back to her bedroom. I'm looking forward to it. And that moth disappeared. Thank God, I can sleep now. Mum came in carrying a bag with her. And then she closed the bedroom door. Children, now listen very carefully what I'm going to tell you to do next. She steadily took out four knives from the bag. I started to tremble. Is mum really that desperate? What is she going to do to us with these knives? I'm going to give each one of you a knife. Just hold it tight for the time being. Then I will turn the lights off. But don't worry, we're all together. Don't be afraid. And then I will open that bedroom door just slightly. And on my command, I want each one of you to throw that knife through the corridor towards the living room and use your strength, the biggest one, to make the loudest noise. My elder sister and I exchanged eye contact. Okay, 
she's not crazy. She's not asking us to kill ourselves. But why we have to throw knives? And I looked at my little sister. I had concern for her. Well, she looked rather excited. She was already on his mark, ready to throw that knife. Mum proceeded exactly according to what she told us, and slowly, lights off, door opened, knives out, one after another. My poor little sister, with her small hands, she only dropped the knife on the floor and make a little noise. It's all right. You've done well. We've all done well. Now we can go to bed. What? Is that all? What does that mean? But since we're all knackered, and we thought about going to school tomorrow, so we just dropped dead in bed. The next day we woke up. No one brought it up again. It was after many, many years that Mum explained what happened that night. My father was killed in a car accident, so he was not prepared to go. According to some Chinese belief, on the forty-ninth day after he died, he has to come back to where he lived, the last place, and to pack up his shattered memories, smells, shadows. His baggage, so to speak, so that he can set off for a new journey. Mum didn't say that for herself. She was repeating what my mother-in-law, her mother-in-law, told her to do. And my granny believes in all Chinese rituals, especially about bad luck. Now, so if that was Daddy, why didn't we just go out and and hug him and greet him? No, we can't, because Daddy died in a horrible state. I don't know how he might look like when he comes back, and he did not come back on his own. In the Chinese underworld, there are two gods: cowhead and horseface. Now, one of their many duties is to escort the dead to come back to pack. Now we, as the living, we don't want to see cow head and horse face in action, and we also have to throw some sharp objects and create loud noises just to let them know that we are about to go to sleep. So please, just go back to where you belong. Everyone in the household should perform that ritual; otherwise, bad luck may come after you. Now it is all clear that Mum was just like us. She was following her mother-in-law, just like us following our mother. But what about Mr. Moth? He's not in my granny's guidebook. We didn't ask for the answer, because we don't need it. The answer is in my heart. We all wanted Mr. Moth to be my dad. He was wearing my father's favorite khaki color. He was carrying two big dots, three smaller dots. We have two adults, three children in our family. That night, throwing knives was thrilling, but it did not leave me a scar at all, thanks to my mum's skillful management of a potentially very scary night. But Mr. Moth stays in my mind. He came back peacefully. 
he was sitting by the windowsill watching over us for hours and he let us give him a proper goodbye. And that is my last impression of my father. Thanks for listening to today's stories brought to you by Hong Kong Stories. The music for this podcast was written and performed by Andrew Robert Smith. Everyone has a story to tell.